welcome to Commerce Snacks. Today I have invited one of my colleagues to our pod, Joachim Löv. Welcome. Could you just give a short presentation of yourself? Sure. I'm uh, Joachim, work here as a senior advisor at Columbus. I work especially uh, with business to business and large clients in industry and manufacturing. So large companies and a lot of complex uh, organizations and etc. Correct. Perfect. Because traditionally we have been working in selling uh, with the direct sales and dealers and distributors. But over the years, we have seen more digital, uh, digital channels to embrace the market. We are implementing EDI, Ecom, Portal, direct-to-consumer, marketplaces. But how should we think in terms of channel strategy? When do you use what? I think, first of all, you need to be very explicit with your strategy. It needs, some be, it needs to be something that you have agreed on internally. Uh, and it needs to be with a high level of intention. We see that many companies today have a very long list of channels that they use, but perhaps not under uh, the level of control needed. And we can also see that uh, you can use and you should use different channels in different ways on different markets and towards different target groups and perhaps even uh, for different products and services. And you have simple channels that can be fairly straightforward from a strategy point of view, like uh, EDI and punch out for order intake. But then there, we have the more complex ones, uh, such as marketplaces, for example. And, and when you're talking about marketplaces, what role do you see marketplaces to fulfill? They can be used for many different things. Um, sometimes you use them only for brand positioning. You want to establish your brand on a new market. Um, and marketplaces, especially local ones with a uh, strong reputation and high level of usage, uh, are very good to establish, uh, again, that brand awareness. Uh, sometimes you use them as a sales channel. Obviously, you want to have lots of sales com coming in through that type of marketplace. Uh, but coming back to establishing your brand uh, on a new market, they are also excellent for helping you out with warehousing and deliveries. And sometimes you only use them also for making product launches. Mm -hmm. um, but you can also see where you have a need for using more than one marketplace. I mentioned just now that there might be a local marketplace on a particular market that is very strong. At the same time, there are the larger marketplaces that are um, well established on many markets. And then you need to perhaps use both of, both of them and more than one. Uh, when you come to that, though, you also need to start involving brokers, probably. Uh, and when you say broker, what is that? A broker is a, a usually a system that can help you out to publish product information in more than one channel at the same time. So more automated, uh, so you can handle more channels. Right. So yeah. when you get to the point where you have that many uh, different channels, and now talking about marketplaces, yes, getting that automation in place is very important. Yep. Um, you can, alternatively, of course, also uh, consider using and creating your own marketplace. Mm. And that's highly dependent on your business model, and it can have some sort of disruptive effects. Um, you need to do it carefully, but again, if you do it with intention, it can be very good. You can take care of uh, control of the full market. Exactly. Okay. Um, when and where do you see? When or where should you set up your own uh, e-commerce? Uh, for most companies, this would be the, the default thing to do uh, and the starting point. Mm -hmm. where, so if you want to start doing online business, having your own web shop, 
an e-commerce solution in place, that's the first thing, first thing you should do, especially on your primary markets where you uh, are already well established. Uh, a web shop is a very natural thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also see that um, if you compare it to a marketplace, your own e-commerce solution will uh, enable you to much better uh, provide a tailored customer experience to your selected customer categories. You will also get much better control over uh, the customer data, usage mm -hmm. data also mm -hmm. of that web shop. Um, and in these days, it's very easy and simple to set up uh, an e-commerce solution. Most platforms uh, can do this. You can do it very quickly and easily. And that includes payment solutions, uh, uh, working with these uh, complex tax setups uh, mm. also if needed. And uh, if you are like moving into different markets, etc., you can easily switch a payment solution, etc., as well, because the system becomes more and more open. Yes, yeah. uh, and that's uh, that you'll see quite quickly that mm. you'll need to provide different payment options on different markets. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we can also see that regulations have been, it's been simplified a bit yeah. over recent years. So there are still lots of regulations in place, but nowadays at least we can see that they are quite similar from one market to the next. So it's easier to establish yourself on new market because the systems and solutions are easier and the regulations, at least in the EU, has been simplified. Right, so a few years back you had different regulations on different markets, that's not the same thing these days. You were also mentioning customers and customers' data. Should you treat customers differently, uh, have their own channel or? Uh, yeah, the short answer is yes. You should treat your your uh, different type of customers in different ways. I mentioned previously you want to have that tailored type of, of experience provided. Uh, but you also need to consider that when you talk about e-commerce, it's not only about order intake. Mm -hmm. There's lots of needs post-order that you need to provide. And in this case, we start perhaps not talk about a web shop, but we talk about customer portals instead. And a customer portal will provide uh, information on, on order history, of course, uh, and payments and invoices, uh, track and trace and all that it becomes very important uh, to especially your existing customers uh, that are placing frequent orders of perhaps the same thing over and over again. And, and, and it's also a way to create more relevant information, so it could be the assortment that you are allowed to buy, it could be uh, information dependent on your persona, it, it could be information dependent on how you have actually used the site and your behavior. Right, so that's, you get a personalized experience uh, providing different content, different services, different uh, information uh, basically depending on the role and, and the particular customer. Yeah. And uh, I actually see that as uh, 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 companies today are setting up different kind of uh, customer portals for like uh, European uh, key accounts and for like uh, local key accounts or smaller customers because there is a need of different kind of information because for your uh, larger key account uh, uh, customers you want to like provide more IoT information, uh, data so they can work more efficient as well. Yeah. And any other things to consider? Uh, example for um, uh, if I have a like a, uh, I'm ex established in a lot of countries. We have like marketing organizations in different countries. How should we like handle uh, like social media and etc. 
Uh, and these are, uh, social media in particular is one of the first things that you'll encounter when starting talking about a channel strategy. You'll come to realize that your different sales units are all using social media, but in different ways. Mm. And you don't have, you don't have much control possibly uh, centrally over that, uh, the messages that are, are provided in the campaigns that are put out on social media. And you might not even be in control of what traffic, where you lead the traffic from, from social media to. You want to drive it to your own digital channels. Sometimes you want to do it in collaborations with your distributors. And you want to use your social media channels to drive traffic to their sites and their online channels. That could be part of, of your channel strategy as well. Okay, a another topic, uh, how to handle, because I'm reading quite a lot about conflicts re regarding to like uh, uh, in-person sales or field service or traditional sales force with di digital channels. Mm. How should you think there? I think first of all, you shouldn't see it as, as a conflict. Uh, I, I think that's easy to see it as, okay, we have a traditional uh, field sales mm. setup and now we're trying to, to do things online and there's going to be a conflict. Mm. I don't think you should see it that way. So if you approach your sh channel strategy again, with the intention perhaps not to replace necessarily mm. your traditional sales, but you want to strengthen it. Mm. Then you can set up your different channels as a way to, to support your traditional sales. Mm. You make, uh, you set up so-called hybrid sales model. Mm. You, you, you make your channels uh, collaboration services between your field sales staff and their customers. Mm. And you make sure also that they can benefit uh, from their customers using your online channels. Meaning from a sales and a quota perspective, et cetera. So right. the, yeah. With bonus schemes and all that yeah. should be Because involved. that is also yeah. uh, always a, an issue. Yeah. Uh, and, and another thing is that certainly we're coming to like uh, conflicts uh, regarding to dealers and distributors when we're coming into direct to consumers areas mm. and et cetera. Uh, because I also have read that uh, in UK, for example, 16% of the sales in manufacturing today is actually direct to consumer, mm. meaning manufacturing selling directly. So mm. that is also conflicts that are coming up automatically. And uh, I don't think that we should go too deep to to into that today. So, um, But I think, I think you shouldn't be afraid of that yeah. either. So yeah. especially when you look at, at the subset of your assortment, you can probably bypass your distributors. Yeah. You should even uh, without uh, threatening your relationship with them. Maybe we, we should see that as uh, the uh, new normal. New normal, I think the so. The new normal, selling yeah. directly, at yeah. least as one part of it. Partly, yes. So thank you for today. That was uh, a Commerce Snacks. Uh, that, uh, and next time I haven't decided, or we haven't decided what to talk about, but you are welcome next time as well. See you. Goodbye.